Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge, a new podcast from WNIJ telling the stories of education in Illinois with the help of the stories from Illinois educators. It's hosted by me, Peter Medlin, and every other Friday, the payday schedule we like to call it, we'll have a new episode just for you. Each episode is going to feature a few longer stories, a deep dive into a topic or an important issue in the state. We'll have a brief news roundup just to catch you up on some stuff that you might have missed. And then we'll finish off with maybe our favorite part of the show. You'll be hearing a story or a conversation with the teachers in our own lives and in our own community. In this episode, we're going to be hearing from second grade teacher Jackie Cleveland about the emotional roller coaster that she goes through at the end of the school year. Imagine yourself driving a car at 100 miles per hour up to a brick wall and stopping just prior to impact. That dramatic and abrupt stop marks the end of the school year. She teaches at South Prairie Elementary in Sycamore, Illinois. You are absolutely not going to want to miss that one, so make sure that you stay tuned to the end of the show. And one last note, we want you to be a part of the show, so make sure you stay tuned after Jackie's story so you can find out exactly how you can do that. Sound good? All right, let's get started. So, ironically enough, our first episode is sort of about endings. You heard that Jackie Cleveland is talking about the end of the school year. Well, our other stories are also both ending-related. First, we have the last days before deactivation. What's it like to be the last graduating class from your school? It's got to be kind of weird, right? The final seconds tick off the clock and the school day is over. One of the last of the school year at Paw Paw. Buses are lined up outside, waiting for students as they trickle out. The halls are a little more empty now. The senior class has already graduated. It's a small taste of what the school will look like next year, when there are no high schoolers left at all. Pawpaw voters decided to deactivate their high school last November. They'll still have kindergarten through 8th grade, but the high schoolers will now be bused to nearby Indian Creek High School. The deactivation vote narrowly passed, and only one Pawpaw high schooler was old enough to vote in the election and I voted to actually keep the school here. His name is Anthony Castaldo. He's a member of that final graduating class. It is weird. You have these bunch of other people who get to like, the alumni of their schools get to go back to their school, like visit it, and I don't really get to do that, but that's okay. Even though he knew there were supporters of the deactivation, he was still surprised to see it passed. Kendall Hawbaker is a 16-year-old finishing her sophomore year at Paw Paw. Her family eventually supported the deactivation, but the decision wasn't easy. They were kind of surprised and sad, too, because, like, Papa's been here forever, and, like, we're the only, like, small town that, like, has really lasted for so long. Along with the students, only one Papa High School teacher will be moving over to Indian Creek. Castaldo said some of his teachers were upset by the vote. I know a bunch of my teachers didn't expect it, so a bunch of my teachers I know just took it kind of like harshly, especially the ones who've been here for quite a while. The school is still trying to figure out what exactly to do with the empty space without the high school. You can hear even more from that story by heading over to our website, wnij.org. You can look up the last days before deactivation and you should be able to find it. Anyway, here's that quick news roundup I mentioned up top. Just a few items on the docket to cover some of the big things that happened over the summer. And then after that, the basic skills test for teachers has been eliminated, at least for the next six years or so. 
So why are so many in education happy to see it go? And we have one student's journey to conquer the exam that took her two years and thousands of dollars. Illinois lawmakers passed a bill that would increase starting teacher salary to $40,000 over the course of a few years. And Illinois is reinstituting the minimum teaching hours rule, where schools are required to have at least five hours of, quote, learning time in a school day. And finally, members of the Illinois Board of Higher Education are satisfied with how higher ed fared in the new state budget. Higher ed receives an 8.2% increase from the last fiscal year in their general funds, and there's a $50 million boost to MAP grant funding. All right, now it's time for our second story. This time, it is one student's journey through the basic skills test. Two years ago, Katie Pasternak took the teacher basic skills test, or TAP, for the first time. She easily passed the writing section, but the other three sections didn't go as well. I'm looking at my receipts and how many times I really took this test, and I was like, oh my god. She isn't alone. The test has a 25% pass rate. A lot of test takers use the whole allotted time to finish, which is five hours. And if you fail, you have to wait 30 days to take the test again. If you want to take the whole thing, it's $113 a pop, $68 if you only take one subset. I mean, it cost me thousands of dollars. She finally passed her last section in April, and now she's allowed to student teach next year, her final at Northern Illinois University. Last September, the Illinois State Board of Education announced it would no longer require the basic skills test after June 30th, 2019. That was before Representative Sue Shearer's bill to kill the test for the next six years was introduced. Shearer said the best student teacher she had ever seen couldn't pass the basic skills test and gave up on her teaching dream. Before we got rid of basic skills, teachers were taking more tests than lawyers, doctors, CPAs, nurses, and we have a severe teaching shortage. Lori Ellish Piper is the dean of the College of Education at NIU. We need to realize that the elimination of the basic skills testing requirement is removing a hoop. It's not removing the expectation that students come in well prepared. Elish Piper says the test has deterred some from pursuing education, and Pasternak says she's seen it happen during her time in NIU's program. I watched a lot of friends and a lot of people that I knew that they got to that breaking point in the program and they thought, screw it, I'm, I'm going to drop out and I'm going to pick another major, but I thought that's just not who I am. I'm like, I want to be a teacher. Elish Piper says the test disproportionately affects potential teachers from diverse backgrounds and adults returning to get their degree. And it's not just that the test is strenuous for students. She also says it isn't even a good barometer for what makes a good teacher. While Elish Piper and Shearer agree on the elimination of the basic skills test, they disagree on the EdTPA, which includes a controversial section where teachers are videoed in a classroom environment. Shearer is the chief sponsor of another measure which would remove the video component. She called that section, quote, disastrous. The EdTPA is not free either. It costs $300 to take. Once again, you can go deeper into Katie's story and the conversation around basic skills and teacher licensing in Illinois by heading over to WNIJ.org. But now it is time from our story from South Prairie Elementary second grade teacher, Dr. Jackie Cleveland. The actual end of the school year, if you can picture it, kind of looks like this. I like to do analogies. Imagine yourself driving a car at 100 miles per hour up to a brick wall and stopping just prior to impact. That dramatic and abrupt stop marks the end of the school year, and everything's coming at you so fast, and then it's over, and each teacher adjusts really differently. I'm personally really invigorated by a list of things to do at the end of the year. 
I am my very best self when my plate is too full. I know that sounds odd, but that's just who I am. I found myself looking forward to an emotional and smooth end of the school year. The prior two years were a little stressful for different reasons, but this year I had a small class. The year had been wonderful, and I was fully planning to go into my last day of school without shedding a tear and then moving gracefully into my summer. The month of May is a really hard one for me because I'm an odd teacher who doesn't really look forward to the end of the school year. I have always been the type of teacher who takes a week to recover from the very eventful end of the school year, and sometimes I get sick. This year, however, I told myself and friends that I was doing great, no sadness from saying goodbye to students, and this year's way of doing things and existing. My plan was to hit the finish line with no tears. That was my plan. Officially, I had made it to the last day of school, not a tear shed. I felt resilient and strong. This was my 16th year of teaching, and it was going to be different this year. And then it happened. The end of the last day of school, our students and staff lined the hallway to participate in a tradition called clapping off of the fifth graders. So the fifth graders walked through the halls of our building one last time, heading off to their summer and then to the middle school in the fall, and we clapped them off as they leave. So as I stood there waiting with my class in anticipation of the fifth graders who were about to round the corner for the clap off, I could see everyone was so excited to wish them well. They started walking toward us in pairs, and we were loudly applauding. We were happy. They were happy. And then suddenly it happened. A fifth-grade girl, I will call her Amy, she was a former second-grade student, and I had tutored her for four years. Her tears were as, as big as her eyes, and they were rolling down her face and neck. And she said, Dr. Slavin, what will I do at the middle school? You are not there. I still, get, I still get choked up when I say it. Three former second grade students walking with her followed suit by saying, yeah, what will we do? It was the biggest group hug ever. They were all now crying. And through tears of my own, I said, you are ready to soar. Life has so much waiting for you. Go meet your future girls. Amy said, I just can't. And I said, you can. And at this very moment, I looked to my right and all my second grade girls and one small boy were crying. And as soon as the fifth graders moved on ahead, my whole class was embracing me and tears were flowing like a river. So my lesson for this caveat is this, strength and stamina for no tears may actually result in a flood of tears that you never saw coming. Thanks for allowing me to share my end of the year story and have a great summer. All right, that's our show. But wait, before you go, remember when I said I wanted you to be a part of the show? Well, here's how. We want you to email us at teacherslounge at niu.edu, and you can nominate a teacher in your life or send us a story of a teacher you had either years ago or yesterday that inspired you or taught you something beyond the curriculum. Or if you are that teacher, well, you can email us to be on the show. It might be a conversation around a certain theme like Jackie's or just a story of something that happened in your classroom. We also want you to send us your suggestions for topics that we should be covering on the show. Send all of that our way at teacherslounge at niu.edu. 
Special thanks, of course, to Jackie Cleveland for agreeing to be on our very first episode. And thank you to the Rockford area band Kind Ofs for providing the awesome music that you just heard in the show. Kind Ofs is spelled K-I-N-D-O-V-E-S, sort of like nice birds. And you can find even more of their music on their SoundCloud page, or you can check out their appearance on WNIJ's own Sessions from Studio A. More thanks to Spencer Tritt for making our cool Teacher's Lounge logo that you can find when you go and check out the post for this episode on our website, WNIJ.org, which I'm sure you will. And you can also find it when you subscribe to the Teacher's Lounge wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. We will be back with another episode of Teacher's Lounge on Friday, August 16th. Like we said, not every Friday, but every other Friday, the payday schedule. So I have been your host, Peter Medlin. Have a great week.